I'm thankful that the grace of God is greater than my guilt. Mm, mm, mm. Honey, listen to me, beautiful people, this morning. I said what I said. I am grateful to God that His grace is greater than my guilt. No, I didn't. No, I'm not perfect. None of us are. But, you know, we can say that there were things that I did that I know without a shadow of a doubt. Oh, talk, Smith. A shadow of a doubt that I was guilty of. Mm. But the grace of God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. The grace of God covered me. The grace of God covered covered me that no matter how guilty I was, his grace was greater. Honey, woo. you know, I, I just want to poll the audience today. I just want to poll the shifters today to say, you know, can you think back at a time when you deserve worse than what you got? Mm, talk, Smith. When you deserve worse than what you got, but you know without a shadow, oh, you know that without a shadow of a doubt, it was God's grace, that it was God's grace that kept you from getting the fullness, the full sentence, the full punishment. Our sins deserved death. It was his, it was his grace that shielded us and protected us. So the the things that that could have happened to us whoo, didn't happen to us. Mm, 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 mm. I'm telling you, the things that could have happened to us when we were living our lives recklessly could have could have. Not coulda, honey. Should've had sexually transmitted diseases or had more than what we got. You know, living riotously coulda got more time than what we got. That grace. I'm, I'm, I'm grateful today for the grace of God. The grace of God. Mm-hmm. The grace. The grace of God. The grace of God. The grace of God. His grace is greater than our guilt. And I don't know who may be going through a time where you've been, like someone just said, time where you just been, you felt guilty about the things that you've done, the places that you've been. and, And now you're at that point where you're wiser. You're at that point where you're more cognizant of your actions and your behaviors. I'm gonna tell you, boo. It's because the reason why we're still, the reason why we're still here, the reason why we are still here, the reason why. Oh my God! It is not worse than what it could have been. It's simply because of the grace of God. You and I've talked this before uh, last year, earlier this year. It was last year. Do not take. God's grace for granted. We can't afford to take God's grace for granted, but I'm 
that's that's just what I'm thankful for today. And I'm telling you, it is the grace of God is simply amazing. That's what the oh, that's what the hymn writer said. Amazing grace. Mm. Amazing grace. How sweet the sound that saved the race. Like the amazing grace. The grace of God is amazing. It's it's so hard to figure out. It is so hard to put into words. It is so it it, it when you think about I'm talking, I'm talking. When you just think about what all you've what all you've been spared, how worse it could have been, how bad it could have been. It's it's like the song said, he's a wonder. God's grace is wonderful. God's grace is amazing. God's grace is 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 one of them things that you look back and you say, I don't know how. I don't know how I made it here. Hallelujah. I can't even put it into words while I'm still here. I can't put it into words while I'm while I'm still on the job. I can't put it into words how I made it through that wreck, how I made it through that storm, how I made it through that transition, how I made it through that hardship. I can't I can't I can't even put it into words how I still have my mind after all I've been through, after all the things that I've lost, all the things that I've suffered, all the things, again, all of the acts that I've committed, all the places I've been, all the things that, the only thing, ooh, the only thing that can sum it up accurately, it's the grace, woo, the grace of God being greater. Mm. Then my circumstances, the grace of God being greater than my guilt. And that's what I'm thankful for, for this morning, on this morning. Thankful every day, but specifically today, God's grace is greater. God's grace has been greater. It's been greater. God's grace. Let me pause for the cause, beautiful people. Let me pause for the cause. The morning shift is officially being brought to you by Gatlin Mortuary, located at 500 500 East Alden Avenue, right here in the beautiful Azalea City of Valdosta, Georgia. In your family's time of need, please make sure that you call on the name that you can trust, and that's my dear brother, Mr. James K. Gatlin, and the fine professional care and staff of Gatlin Mortuary. They can be reached by calling area code 229-247-4141. Again, in your time of need, please make sure that you call the name that you can trust at Gatlin Mortuary, area code 229-247-4141, or simply go by our location right here in Valdosta at 500 East Alden Avenue. It is with great sadness that Gatlin Mortuary announces the passing of Mr. Lawrence Mosley. Mr. Mosley, age 55, transitioned into eternal rest on January the 13th. The life celebration service for Mr. Mosley will be held on Friday, January the 22nd at 12 o'clock noon at the City of Praise Church right here in Valdosta, Georgia. Apostle James Smith is the pastor and Bishop Frederick Mosley will officiate. Again, the life celebration services for Mr. Lawrence Mosley will be held on tomorrow, January the 22nd 
at 12 o'clock noon at the CDC City of Praise right here in Valdosta, Georgia. Apostle James Smith serves as the pastor and Bishop Frederick Mosley will officiate. Public visitation for Mr. Lawrence Mosley will be held on Thursday, which is today from 5 o'clock p.m. until 7 o'clock p.m. It is also with great sadness that Gatlin Mortuary announces the passing of Miss Elaine Wesley, age 65, who transitioned into eternal rest on Sunday, January the 17th of 2021. Uh, the graveside service will be held on Saturday, January the 23rd at 11 o'clock a.m. in the Foreman Cemetery in Stockton, Georgia. Pastor Eddie Curry will officiate again. The life celebration services for Mrs. Elaine Wesley will be held on Saturday, January the 23rd at 11 o'clock a.m. in the Foreman Cemetery in Stockton, Georgia. Pastor Eddie Curry will officiate. It is also with great sadness that Gatlin Mortuary announces the passing of Mr. Willie James Sr., who transitioned into eternal rest on Tuesday, January the 19th. The life celebration services for Mr. Willie James Sr. are currently incomplete, but will be announced at a later date. Again, the life celebration services for Mr. Willie James Sr. are currently incomplete, but will be announced at a later date by the staff and management of Gatlin Mortuary. Woo, honey. You talking about uh, fire under control right there. But I'm telling you now, that's, that's just the grace of God. The grace of God. The grace of God. That's what I'm thankful for today. The grace of God. Many people, many people, the Bible says uh, that many people have died as a result of their sin. You hear what I'm saying? Many people have died for the sins that they have committed. But we still here. We are still here. And for that, that's enough to be thankful on this Thursday for. That's enough to be thankful for. Today's quote, beautiful people. Today's quote, beautiful people, comes from Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. When I read this this morning, I was like, oh my goodness, I love that. Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. says this. I'm thinking of love in action. And not something where you say, love your enemies and just leave it at that. But you love your, oh my God. But you love your enemies to the point that you're willing to sit in at a lunch counter in order to help them find themselves. You're willing to go to jail. Now keep in mind, he said this back in the 60s. So... When he's talking about loving your enemies to the point that you're willing to sit in at a lunch counter in order to help them find themselves, you are willing to help them and risk being punished or risk your actions, your love in action being misinterpreted for defying authority. When we're talking about love in action today, it's not just about where you say you love somebody. It's not where you just say, I love you, and there's nothing else left to it. 
But Dr. King says, when you say you love somebody, particularly your enemies, then you're willing to sit at the, you to help them find themselves. Sometimes you can know, you can know the consequences of trying to help people find themselves. But because you genuinely love people, you're willing to do it, honey. Oh, my God. You're willing to do it despite what people may say about it. Love in action. Love in action. We, we, we talk about love all the time. It's easy to say you love somebody, but it's really about what you do. It's about what you do. Mother Teresa said, love cannot remain by itself. It don't have no meaning just by itself. But love has to be put into action. What have you done? Hear me. What have you done for the people you say you love? And when I say done, I'm not saying that you, you got to buy them. But what act? That's the, that's the word I'm looking for. But what action have you walked in? What action have you applied? To make your the, your affirmation of love effective, what action have you done that makes your affirmation of love effective? Because if you ain't doing nothing, you just saying something. If you are not doing nothing, if you're not doing anything, then you just saying something. And there are a lot of people who just say stuff. You're just saying it. Love is an action word. Action. 1 John 3 and 18 says, let me, let me just read this whole, let me just pop you with this whole passage. We're going to start at verse 11 of 1 John chapter 3. If you ain't doing nothing, you just saying something. That's good to me. If you ain't doing nothing, you're just saying something. Says in verse 11, for this is the original message we heard. I'm reading from the message Bible. We should love each other. We must not be, listen at this hymn. Oh my goodness. We must not be like Cain who joined the evil one and then killed his brother. And why did he kill him? Because he was deep in the practice of evil while the acts of his brother were righteous. Love, you, you, I mean, we're supposed to, this is his, this is his blood brother. This is his kin people. But because, because he had attached himself to evil doing and his brother's actions were righteous, he killed him. You can't say you love your brother and seek to destroy them. You can't say you love one another. And whenever they're abounding with blessings, whenever they're being blessed, whenever they're thriving, whenever they're successful, you kill them because you choose, we make choices in how we live our life, because you choose not to live right. So it says in the Bible, don't be surprised, friends, 
When the world hates you, it's been going on for a long time. Don't be surprised when people who are not walking like you walk, when people who are not doing what you're doing, don't be surprised now when they hate you. Don't be surprised when you have people coming against you because you choose to do the right thing. I can't go along with everything that you do when I know it's not right. And people will get upset when you make a decision of right. They will get upset when you make a decision. The world will hate you for wanting to do the right thing. The people that you would say love you will, listen, will tarnish you, will damage your reputation, will come against you simply because you will not go along with their wrong or their evil doing. I ain't built like you. I can't, I can't do like you do. So don't be surprised now. Verse 15, 14 and 15 says, The way we know we have been transferred from death to life. The way people know that you have been transferred from death to life is that we love our brothers and sisters. And anyone who does not love, come on now, is as good as dead. If you don't love, you are as good as dead. If you talk about, if you can't, if you hate me and tell my hate, I'm talking about hate me for no cause or with cause. It don't matter. It says if you hate me, anyone who does not love is as good as dead. And anyone who hates, oh my God, here it is. And anyone who hates a brother or sister is a murderer. We talking about love in action. You a murderer, and you know very well that e that eternal life and murder don't go together. That's what the Bible says. Eternal life and murder does not go together. If you don't love like you say you love, if you don't love, if we don't love like we are supposed to love, then the Bible says that we are murderers and murderers and eternal life, murder and eternal life does not go together. I don't care how gifted you are. You got to love. I don't care how anointed you are. You got to love. I don't care how long you have been saved. You got to love. I don't care how long you've been in the Lord's church or how short you've been in the Lord's church. You have to love. Love is a requirement. And, and you can say you're gifted, you're anointed, you're approved, you've been called by God, you've been chosen by God, You God speak to you in the midnight hour. Some people, God talk to you while you're sleeping. None of that. That's what it says in 1 Corinthians. None of that. None of that matters if you don't love. You talking about you gonna have eternal life and you don't love folks. You mad with for no reason. You you can't love. You, you no, none of that. Bible says we are murderers when we don't love. When we choose not to love, is we are as good as dead. Good as dead. And verse 15. The way we know. This is talking about how we know. The way we know that we have been transferred, talk Smith, from death to life, this is how we know it, is that we love our brothers and our sisters, boasting and bragging 
about how many people got healed at the sound of your voice. Boasting and bragging how many people showed up to church. How many people showed up to conferences. How many people showed up to seminars. How many people showed up to your um, your interest me. If we don't have love, we it's a must, beautiful people. It's a must. This is how we know we've been transferred from death to life. Is that we love our brothers and our sisters. I ain't talking about just your natural brothers and sisters. This is, this is everybody. This is everybody. We're talking about love in action. Love in action. What you doing? If you ain't doing nothing, you're just saying so. Verse 16 and 17 says this. This is how we come to understand and experience love. Christ sacrificed his life for us. This is why we ought to live, here it is, sacrificially for our fellow believers. And not just be out for ourselves. There are too many self-serving Christians in the body of believers. Too many self-serving Christians in the body of believers. Too many people is just what I can get. Just me, 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 I, 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 I. It's about mine, 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 mine. Sacrificially. We live sacrificially for our fellow believers. Don't want everybody to sacrifice for you when you don't sacrifice for nobody. But you say you love. This is when we talk about love. Love in action, beautiful people. I'm married. My husband and I have been married for almost 25 years and made 27 years together. This man, and I can't, I'll just put it on me. I can't say that I love him. I love him. I love him. I love him. I'm posting. I'm bragging. I love, I love, I love. I love my husband. This is my husband. I love my husband. I love my husband. And I'm always disrespectful. I never sacrifice for what he wants. I never, never want to do, I never put it into action. Just saying it. But when I go home, you know, I'm, I'm angry at him. I'm talking to him any kind of way. I'm rebellious. I'm not submissive. I'm disrespectful. Disrespectful. I'm, I'm sleeping on the sofa. He's sleeping in the room. I can't stand to see him. No, love in action we have to live sacrificially for our sometimes it gotta hurt you it may hurt you to do it but you say because i love you this is why i'm doing it because i love you this is why i push myself because i say i oh holy ghost come through here because i say i love you i am willing to live sacrificially for you when i don't feel like it when it hurts me when i don't have it that's what living sacrificially for people that we say we love and not just be out for ourselves come on through here little girl not be out for ourselves and a lot of us are just out for ourselves and it's wrong and god is not pleased we have to be willing if we're going to say we love somebody we have to be willing like dr martin luther king says we have to be willing to sit down at the bar to sit down at the counter for somebody who we know don't love us somebody we know that that are at odds with us just to help them find themselves it's talking about love in action love in action let me keep reading let me keep reading said this is why we ought to live sacrificially for our fellow believers and not just be out for ourselves 
If you see some brother or sister in need and have the means to have the means to do something about it, you may not have the money, but you have the means. Sometimes it's your influence that can help. Sometimes it's your audience that can help where you might not have the money, but you got the means. You know how to help raise funds. You know how to get people to respond to a a a a corporate uh, a corporate call. You know how to get people to buy in. So you may not, again, you may not have the money, but you have the means. It says, if you see some brother or sister in need and have the means, oh my God, the means could be praying. The means could be just sitting there and being a listen ear. We're talking about the means. You have the means to say, this family's got burnt out. Does anybody have the, you have the means oh my God, to do something about it, but turn a cold shoulder and do nothing. What happens to God's love? It disappears and you made it disappear. It's the Bible. And you made it disappear. My dear children, verse number 18, let's not just talk about love. Let's practice real love. This is the only way when we talk about practicing real love, this is the only way we'll know we're living truly, living in God's reality. It's also the way to shut down debilitating self-criticism. It is also the way to shut down debilitating self-criticism even when there is something to it. For God is greater. For God is greater. For God is greater than our worried hearts and knows more about us than we do ourselves. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Got the means. You got the means. So, love in action. Love in action. That's what we're talking about today. Love in action. Love in action. If you ain't doing nothing, you're just saying something. Love cannot remain by itself. It has to be put in action. Has to be put in action. Has to be put in action. That's all the time I got for today, beautiful people. I appreciate y'all for riding with your girl. Woo! On the morning shift, where shift happens, remember, if you ain't doing nothing, you're just saying something. Peace. I'm out.